life. Good morning. I'd just like to share a scripture. It's coming from Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. Now before I share this scripture, I would just like to say this to you. You know, the Bible states that in all things give thanks. I didn't realize that the depth of that verse. He says, in all things give thanks. Our prosperity might come in so many different ways. Thank you, Lord. And it could be in the form of a cup of tea. Um, some slice of bread. You know, whatever it is. But in all things, he says, give thanks. I remember years ago, someone was at a funeral. And he states this. He says, even though his mom had passed and he was talking at her funeral, he said, he's giving thanks unto God. And someone would say, why are you giving, like they said, why are you giving thanks in this moment? Because he states that some people don't even know their parent. He got the opportunity to know his mom for all this time that she was upon the earth. So he's grateful to God for giving him that opportunity. You know, some have a mom, some might just have a dad, but he's grateful. So it's the same thing with us. When we can become grateful for whatever it is that God has brought into our life, we have to say, God, thank you. Thank you. So the verse is in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47. And this is where it speaks about the blessings and the cursing. And there's so much of the cursing in there because of our disobedience. When we become disobedient, God is letting us know the severity of we not being in his presence and being obedient to him and what it can cause me to lose out on his 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 blessing, his salvation. You know, the Lord Jesus died at Calvary's cross for our sins. So in verse 47, it says, Because you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly in the time of prosperity. And I found that I says, wow. God is saying, you did not serve him joyfully and glad in the time of prosperity. Sometimes, you know, you would um, get a form of prosperity comes into your life. And you said, oh, I wanted a bigger airplane. You know, I just got this little small airplane. No, say to yourself, you know what, God? Thank you. Thank you for this airplane. Because I didn't have an airplane yesterday. Not because it's it holds two people. And you say, oh, I wanted to have an airplane that holds four people. It doesn't matter. The Bible says, in all things, give thanks. So here God is saying, even in your prosperity, you wasn't serving him with joyfulness and gladness. And then if you look at the other portion of the verse, it says, therefore, in hunger and thirst, nakedness and dire poverty you will serve the enemies the Lord sent against you he will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you and sometimes we want to blame the devil but it's not true it's us it's when we decide that 
We're not going to do the things that is pleasing in his sight. That's not the devil. It's not the devil. Here God is saying in these two verses, where the prosperity came, he said, you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly. And even in hunger and thirst and nakedness and dire poverty, God said, you will serve the enemies, the Lord. You see, he said, you will serve the enemies. That means more than one enemy. The Lord sin against you. It's not the devil. He will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. It's not the devil. It's not always the devil. Remember, the devil came to God. You know? He said, if you remove these, it's like a protection around Job. Then I could touch him. He had to come and ask God for for permission. So we have to realize this, that the devil can't do nothing without God's permission. And when that that stuff is happening to you, you have to stop and say, God, you're telling me something here. Maybe I need to slow in this area. Maybe I really have to check myself. Am I in your will? Mm, it's something to really think about. It's not always the devil because the devil has to come and ask God for permission because he is God. The devil don't have no power. The devil has to come to God for permission. So if he has to come to God for for permission, that tells you something there. Oh, I'm telling you. God said to, to, to the enemy, listen, have you considered my my servant Job? That to show you how he was so pleased with the life of Job. You see that? He was pleased. And sometimes we, we wonder why are we going through certain things. Sometimes God is pleased with us. And he wants to show us off. And he said, listen, I know this person is not going to reject me. In this moment so friends I would like you to just really realize this it's not always the devil we have to check ourselves and see if we're in the will of God because here your phone in in the verse 47 it says the Lord your God because you did not serve the Lord your God Joe God in the time of prosperity God said, I'm going to even send the enemies against you. And at the latter portion of Deuteronomy 28, this other portion that caught my eye. And it says in verse 68, The Lord will send you back in ships to Egypt on a journey. I will send you, you should never make, I, I said you should never make again. There you will offer yourself for sale to your enemy as male and female slave. But no one will buy you. Can you imagine that? You're standing there hoping somebody will buy you. And no one wants you. No one wants you. If you read the criticisms of Deuteronomy 28, it's powerful. It is truly powerful that God loves us so much. He gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then we turn our back and we don't want to serve him. And God is not asking much from us. He's not putting a heavy task on us. He wants us to acknowledge him and say, God, you are God in my life. He wants us to, to say, you know what, Lord, I'm coming to you with this situation. You know, in in, in um, 2 Kings 19, you know, when Ezekiah was facing with this, the king of Assyria, he went to God and prayed. He rent his clothes and said, you know, listen, Father, we need your help. Because he realized that he could not do it on his own. You know, sometimes you can have all the ammunition you need. But if God is not in it, it won't work. You know, that's why he said you must acknowledge him and he will direct your pathway. We have, brothers and sisters, acknowledge God in all that you do. Because that's the only way you're going to have the victory. And in the proper process of acknowledging you have to stand back and say God you do it you do it Lord he said stand still and see the salvation of the Lord so you have to stand he told David he said listen when you hear the rustling of the mulberry tree know that I've already went up you know and I think about with Gideon God used 300 men to defeat a nation of thousands Oh my God. God is all by. I mean, God don't even need we to do certain things for Him because He is God. You know, He called those things to be. Look at this world that we're living in. In seven days, God created this world, He formed it. He called man from the dust and breathed the breath of life in his in his nostril. God wants us to be obedient. He wants us to acknowledge him and say, God, you caused this to be. No matter the blessings that comes in, no matter how small or big it is, he wants us to acknowledge him. And when we begin to acknowledge him and say, God, I thank you. I praise you for this bed. It might not be much, but some people don't even have a bed to sleep on. I saw here in Texas, I don't understand how that man slept out into the cold, but he did. He slept out in the cold, and his friend came to wake him up, and he was dead. And I look at his eyes, and his eyes was just wide open, and they were just white. I said, oh my God. It's like his soul was, it's like, I, I, to me, it felt as though the Spirit of God just was taken out of him, and his eyes was just open, knowing that something is happening, you know, at that moment. Whew, it, it's, it's just something when you know that you have Jesus. When you live in this physical earth, to know that you have Jesus. Mm, it's a wonderful thing. So God give us opportunity to get to know his son more. And let us realize that he died for our sins. So my brothers and sisters, accept Jesus. The Bible says that for God to love the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We have that opportunity 
Why are we here to call on that name? Jesus and said Jesus save me that's it surrender your will for his will he said Lord I surrender all to you you have a very beautiful and blessed day and I just would like to say welcome to life
your stuff. Hoping somebody will buy you.
doesn't 